Options Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald, that is me, and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Mr. Kyron Morrison. How are you doing? Good, sir. Joel, I'm doing quite well. This is, of course, our first episode back to back to a more regular... Like, we're, we're in the year of 2021 now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, we say regular, but, like, regular doesn't exist in any sense of the word anymore, really, does it? We, we nearly had a regular episode, but then we also looked at our games we've been playing, and I just quietly took the news I had and sort of shuffled it off. I'm like, sorry, it's just games. I, yeah, look, yeah. It, in my case, it's just game. Um, but we'll get to that eventually, uh, very, very, very soon. In the meantime... How have you been? What have you been up to? What's What's been going uh, on? Well, Joe, it's funny you ask because we are in a snap lockdown. So honestly, the last couple of days, Yee. not a great deal. <laughs> no, um, no, not a lot at all. Just sort of just hanging out. Uh, I'm still working, but uh, we're closed to customers. So it's just weird, weird vibes in the store yep. where I work and boring yeah. to be honest. But apart from that, like coming home and I'm having, I was obviously simply finished our Goatee episode a couple of weeks ago. I've just been enjoying the quiet freedom of just jumping around games and not looking at a game going, all right, it's time to finish you. So um, I've been dabbling yeah. a lot of stuff. Most of it I won't talk about, so I'll just give him little shout-outs here. I've been playing No Man's Sky on PS5. That PS5 version, I know, like, No Man's Sky initially was just like, man, this game needs to be finished. And then the PS4 version eventually was like, ah, finally, it's finished. Uh, but playing on PS5 is like, oh, no, now it's finished because it's got a smooth right. frame rate and it can actually populate planets with animals and all this weird stuff that shouldn't have mattered right. but it's just way better and i've been dipping in mario but we'll, we're going to touch on that in, a, in the coming weeks but like yeah. apart from that tv for, for the first time in a while i've been watching more tv which i don't generally do yeah i, I mean i'm the same like i've sort of been just there was a period of time there where I like, I finally finished watching Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, which yes, I, you are yes. 100% correct. <laughs> I, I uh, you know, you are correct in saying it is just a phenomenal show. That is um, a good you, TV show. It is a very good TV show um, that, yeah, hits home way too often sometimes. Um, yeah, too close to home. But uh, I, Don't forget I, to listen to the Rachel Bloom autobiography. Don't forget. Oh, I... Oh, I've got it. It's uh, I, I, I've been sort of like dipping in every now and then, listening to nice, bits and pieces nice. here and there. But um, I need to find a good chunk of time just to sit down and really. Yeah, well, yeah, it's tough, right? In lockdown, the without the, the the transit times. <laughs> exactly. That's what I mean. Like I'm, I'm behind on podcasts, so like I'm catching up on all like my Wandavision theory podcasts and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, been watching that. Um, but there was a period of time where I was bouncing between. I uh, one night I'd watch, I'd binge a whole bunch of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, and the next night I'd binge. The, the game that I've been playing basically since like the end of last year. Um, and it's been great. But yeah, since I finished that now, I'm sort of checking out season seven of uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Finally landed on Netflix here in Australia. Um, getting thoroughly ready, enjoying getting ready that. for that final season. Yeah, final season for them. Um, which, yeah, I was a bit sad about it at first, but then I was like, actually, look, let's let, let them go on their own terms. Let's give him a chance to really finish it. And see, I'm, and, I'm so um, torn because like, even watching season seven, I'm like, this show is as funny as it has ever been. But mm-hmm. obviously, there is also the um the police side of it as well, 
with yeah. recent events, it is it is rough to to I imagine being a writer sitting down and be like, all right, let's write a comedy about being a cop. It's like yeah, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it's like it's kind of kind of a read the room situation. Yeah, well. it's like all right, um. But yeah, apart from that, just been yeah playing the one game that I've been just devouring. Um, so I think that is as good a transition as any that we're going to get in this episode. Right on over to the quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. The quest log is, of course, our what we've been playing segment of the show where we uh, talk about all the fun things that we've been playing over the however long it's been since the last time we did one of these. Um, so, uh, yeah, like I said, I've, I've got one game that I'm bringing to the table today and it's probably going to take up the majority of it because it's a game that you finished as well. Um, do we want to jump into that? Is there anything else you wanted to touch on before we launch into said game? I mean, I'm going to go for my two small games first, just because yep. uh, one of them, it's been a joy to go back to. And the other one is a game I've been curious about for so long. And plus was just like, what if I just gave it to you? I'm like, well, then I will, it will save me buying it. That will be wonderful. So I'll start with that one. And that is a little game called Maneater. Um, hey. This is a game that's been always in the back of my mind since it was released. And I saw reviews and the reviews were like, it's okay. Like it's, it's, it's fine. And like having having played it now, I can absolutely you know, vote right, it's it's fine. Yeah. It sometimes at points for me felt like maybe there should be less game, but Okay. There's just something fun about being a shark and then just eating people and then being like, that's pretty crazy. And then just putting armor on your shark and being like, sure, why not? Like this is ridiculous. <laughs> um is still terrible. always worth remembering yeah. that. Um but yeah, awful, awful just, place. It it pl- it's it plays well enough. It's like it doesn't. It's not a. It's not like it's offensively bad. Controls are fine. You know, it's it hits. It's like just at the right level of challenge towards the end, until you start really getting powerful and then everything's a joke to you. Especially right. like like towards the end when you're fighting sperm whales, you're like, whatever, dude. I'm a shark. Yeah. I'll fight you. Not an issue. Um, it seems like it, it seems like it hits on that like you know it's not aiming to be a challenging or oh, difficult no, 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 game. No, no. It's it's there to be like the power fantasy fantasy of like, what if you were a shark? That's awesome. What if you were a shark that has like fucking giant bits of metal just attached to you or what you, if you were nuclear a shark? radiation or something? What if you were a shark that could like, when you bite an enemy, you also like let out a small electronic shock in a vicinity. Sure. Why yeah. not? Fuck yeah. Honestly, sounds the, great. The thing that I liked most about it is I kind of like that they frame the story Sort of like the shark hunter, like documentary, mockumentary sort of thing. Yeah, uh, with, I, that, that's with extreme, the thing I've like, seen. Jaws vibes from the main hunter guy as well is is kind of a fun time. It's yeah, the the bits and pieces I've seen of it when it first came out, um, that's what really sold me on the game and me wanting to actually sort of check it out at some point. Um, is the fact that yeah, I liked how like campy and how just like it just basic bitch captain or like a basic bitch version of like captain ahab and like you know I, I, that kind of rivalry of of this yeah, hunter exactly <laughs> um and then like chris parnell being like the narrator for the it's chris parnell isn't it i think yeah because all i hear is like cyril figures in my ear every time Absolutely. every time he starts yeah. i'm like oh hey it's yeah. cyril figures 
Yeah, it's, yeah, because I remember, yeah, seeing that as well. I'm like, holy shit, that's Chris Parnell doing that, like, narration. That's awesome. There's also a surprising um, amount of, like, fun little Easter eggs as well that you could, because there are, like, landmarks in the water. And right. they, they range from stuff where it's like, ah, uh, whatever, to, like, a banana stand. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's like, and that's the, great. The, the captions literally just like, there's always money in the banana stand. I'm like, there oh. is always money in the banana stand. There is always money in the banana stand. Literally, it's in the walls. Um, did you, did burn, you burn in the banana, banana stand? Oh, most definitely. <laughs> Great. So now I want to uh, rewatch the rest of development. Yeah, just the seasons first three one seasons. Three. Yeah, seasons one to three. Yeah. Not the rest. Yeah, first three seasons. Um, but yeah, that was always the thing that interested me. So it's, it, it's, I'm happy to hear that it's like, does well enough of a job that it is worthwhile, I guess. Yeah. Like the only thing that I was playing it that I was scared of was the safety of my um, R2 trigger. Because obviously the, so the plus game that was free was a PS5 version. So you could only tag it to play on PS5, which I obviously am lucky enough to have done. But you use R2 a lot. And I'm sure it's not an issue. I'm sure Sony tested this thing rigorously, but I would still be scared. I'm like, this trigger's got to be like, like, it doesn't use the adaptive trigger, so you're safe there. Don't worry about that. Thank God. Right. Because you okay. are chomping with R2 all the damn time. I would be just scared the control's going to break, but I still have concerns. I'm like, please don't ruin my R2. Like, don't, like, <laughs> wear it down or something. I want this control to last. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, it's yeah. it's exactly that's, as that's... good as you think it is, honestly. Well, yeah, that's the reason why I haven't played it, because obviously I don't have a PS5 yet. Otherwise, yes. I probably would have been yeah. able to talk about it as well, but... Um, I have tagged it so that when I do get a PS5, I'll, I will oh, definitely yeah. check it you're out. You're in for a cause... treat when you've got like a, a clear weekend. You're like, I just want to play because it. it's like maybe eight or so hours long. It's got a really yep. easy platinum to get. Like, it's just a it's a fun time to just like chip away. Basically, how I played it was some mornings I'd wake up. I'm like, what am I gonna do? I'll just just eat people for an hour. Let's do that. Yep. <laughs> let's um. That's, uh, sounds let's great. Let's just grab a great white shark and like f- tail smack it out of the ocean into the sky why not like i can do that <laughs> and like oh, even God. and that's funny but also it's incredibly dark like obviously you can eat people but um i also found out like halfway through you can just also hold them in your mouth in your jaws which is like oh okay that's awful i mean you can just like swim down and they drown and you're like oh my god i'm a, mo- <laughs> I'm a monster i'm gonna keep doing it but i'm a monster it's yeah oh wow and of course, okay. obviously, it's also ridiculous when you start like getting on the land and flopping around and just like eating people on like walkways and stuff. And the the, the shark hunters are only in boats, so sometimes they'll you'll get like your wanted level as you're like chomping down on a on like a boardwalk, and they're just like in the water, like we're really mad at you. Come back in the it, ocean. I'm like, no, like come you can't here, make me. No, you got legs. Get yeah, out of here yeah, and come find on, me. Come up here yeah. and get me. Um, it's it's this game seems like what I would what i wanted sort of like goat simulator to be it's like a bit more focused yeah, and a bit a more structured point, actually because goat simulator just is just insane it just is it's, at, from yeah. the, it's just tony hawk but with a goat and basically and, and and it's like tony hawk mixed with minecraft where it's just like make your own fun like yeah, you go exactly. explore do your own thing whereas this by having that sort of narrative and that drive and those sort of like progression things to work towards i'm like that's what i want from like a silly game like this it's what i want from most games in general but like that's being a silly game like this, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, that's all I'll probably really say about Maneater, unless you've got any other questions about it. Nah, I think I'm good. All right, then let's excited move to check it out though. Yeah, the other so the other one I've been playing is also a plus game as of this this month, which is worth tagging if you haven't already. 
and it is Control Ultimate Edition. So you con- better believe I tagged yeah. this shit. <laughs> You're li- like absolutely. I shouldn't say Remedy Five Hundred Five is lucky because like I'm not sure if we I we probably ranted about this, but back in the I think so when Ultimate Edition was announced, and they were like, oh, so this is the version that gets you the free next gen upgrade, but it will cost you full price again. It's like, but, but I just want to buy the upgrade. Let me buy the upgrade. They're like, no, 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 exactly, full price again. Um, and then obviously over Christmas, it was marked down drastically. And I was like, oh, should I get it? No, I, I, I'm not going to play it now. And I don't have a PS5 currently, so there's no real point. Yeah. So obviously I didn't get it. And that's why to wake up to this month's games like one morning was like, sweet, problem solved, guys. You're in the clear, but you remember this next time. So, um... It's, it's hype. It was my game of the year 2019. I'm pretty sure. It was yeah. right up there. Like, yeah, it was de- and honestly, yeah, it was definitely my game of the year. The primary thing that held it back for me, it's gone. Like, it's just gone. Yeah. So, like, the, right. the performance on PS4, that game... Look, that game ran on that console, like, barely. Yeah, it was competent enough that you could get through it and it wasn't too... Unless the awful. action was getting too crazy and the frame rate would just be... And there was that weird glitch as well when you would unpause it and it would stutter. Yeah, just lots yeah. of weird things. But, like, I, I sort of gave it a pass at the time because I was like, I can see, like, behind the walls of, like, what was going... Like, what was actually happening in this game, like, in terms of physics and things like that. I'm like, okay, it's fine. It hasn't been game-breaking or, like, detrimental to my actual gameplay... I don't think really ever throughout my game, like my playthrough. Um, but yeah, hearing that this uh, the, the PS5 version is much better makes yeah, me very excited. It, it, again, when I started playing, I'm like, oh, this is how the PC players must have felt playing Control. Mm, uh, right. So obviously you have a couple of options. You've got your performance or your graphics one. So graphics obviously enables the RTX. Uh, it does knock the frame rate down and chucks in the motion blur on the camera spins. And look, I occasionally switch it on to look at some of the settings because the reflections look so good. But when you go back to performance, like that that pretty solid, like 60 frames gameplay, it changes how that game plays incredibly. Like, I feel like I can actually play the game properly. I can run and gun. I can actually get involved. Like I can, I don't have to worry about ripping a chunk of wall off because I, the game's not going to stutter like 20 times yeah. in the process of doing it like blowing through desks and papers flying around like the game just it just runs and holds itself together and it makes a difference it's crazy yeah it seems like it would flow a lot better as well like that yeah. that combat would just absolutely sing in it's that situation way be better to, and um yeah bounce from area to area yeah. i think the map has been slightly changed not not greatly not a great deal so it's still a bit confusing when you look at it but i think they have clearly sort of tried to differentiate layers because I know that was a big uh, issue with the good. original game's map. You would look at it sometimes, you'd be like, where am I? <laughs> this yeah. just looks like one area, but there's like three or four floors condensed in here. Because like, I appreciate the fact that of like making it a confusing place to navigate. Oh, yeah. And like, basically... Because that, that makes sense narratively. Like, yeah, and like wanting it's... you to use the signs. Like they want you to use those signs on the wall. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, having the, the, the layers thing, actually, that's really cool to hear this. Yeah, so it, that. it, it, it just cool. sort of changes the color of each of the layers. So it makes it a bit easier. Um, <coughs> Pardon me. But so that's that's that side of it covered. But it also does take advantage of the dual sense as well. So awesome. Uh, the, the smallest feature I can I can tell you about is when you're running, 
the HD rumbles for the steps. So you know you're like okay, you got the each of those is like a little on this. It's like okay, that's kind of neat, I guess. I've only tried two of the guns so far, but the guns all behave differently on the adaptive R2 trigger. Okay. So, for example, like the for the grip, the the basic grip, it basically locks in, and you've just got to cl- clack it to shoot the to pull the trigger, which is like sure, okay. And I I thought that's just how they would all play, but then I got um oh, what's the charge one called Pierce. So for yep. for Pierce, you hold it in, and it's. Obviously, you know that that's the, the X gets bigger as the gun charges, mm-hmm. but with the trigger, it starts off vibrating, you know, quietly, quietly, and then it st- as it gets louder, you know, to, to release. So it's just like cool. cool little things like that that immerse you that little bit more. Um, nothing too over top. Basically, like how I hope the adaptive trigger is going to be used. Just and again, every time I play a game that uses that trigger, I just beg Sony to to get in their car to go to Kojima. And just give them a big bag of money so I can get a PS5 version of Death Stranding. It's all I yeah. want in life. <laughs> That's got to be happening, right? You, I, it has to be. I just It has to be happening. I'm, I imagine that Kojima saw the plans for the DualSense and was just like rubbing his hands together gleefully. Yeah, it's not even like Sony wanting them to, like, like pestering Kojima yeah, to do like, it. Let Kojima me do would it. be pestering Sony just going, can I fuck with that controller, please? I want to ruin I please my Can I please have fans. that controller? <laughs> Yeah, like I want, I want to make this like incredibly like sparse and like difficult to grasp and get into game. Even more difficult to do so. Yeah, yeah. So um, oh. But apart from that, like yeah, control is still as good as it has ever been. It just benefits from that extra horsepower. It's so funny, yep. but obviously, because here's the good thing about PS Five, right? If you missed out, sure these games run nicer. But it's just, I do sometimes sit there going, I wish I had an exclusive besides Demon Souls to really push right. this system. Honestly, I really do. Uh, yeah. But at the same time... Ratchet and Clank soon. Ratchet and Clank yeah, soon. Coming up in June, man. Coming up in June. I can't wait. Yeah. I haven't, I've only played like one Ratchet and Clank and it was like that reboot remake. But like, sure, I'm, I'm there. Day one. <laughs> uh, Why not? Whenever. Yeah. It's Insomniac, yeah. man. Insomniac just seemed to be making magic. But... Just yeah, playing these older games at six at like stable frame rates is just it's weird because it's not like I didn't appreciate frame rates as someone who played a lot of um Nintendo games like they again less so now more so years ago would be like cool it's got to run stable and it was just something I never really paid attention to on PS4 or anything yeah. like that but having seen a lot of games this like on this console I'm like shit and this is what I, this is all I want. If like you give me a new console, it doesn't even need to do RT like rate tracing. Just give me this frame rate here. <laughs> Just do that. It's I I'd be like you though with control though. I'd turn that that um that yeah. RTX on every now and then just because the lighting in that game is fucking phenomenal as yeah. it is. It's like, just incredible. And just even just like seeing the um like the text pops, like they just again, because like those features are so specific to that game. It's just it Entering a new area in control is as exciting to me as like when you enter a new Dark Souls area and you get like the boom of like the, the area yep. name. Like walking yep. into a new area in control and it's getting the boom and the text that pops up on yep. the screen. But it's just so sharp and clear and love oh. Remedy, you guys are brilliant. <laughs> I fucking love that game. And I'm I'm excited to, yeah, when I eventually get a PS5, I'm excited to download yeah. that and, well, get you'll be set and play you'll... through that DLC. Yeah, but DLC as well will be there for you. Which I'm yep. also looking forward to because I never, I never finished. 
AWE. I got halfway through the first pack, and then by the time I tried to go back for the second one, I'd just forgotten how to be good at the game. And the yeah. combat was sort of like towards like, hey, how good were you at the end of the game? I'm like, it's been so long. How do I do all these things at once? So it's been kind of yeah. nice to go back through and relearn how to do everything again. So it's been good. I think I'll be ready for the DLC this time. That's good. I think, yeah, I definitely would like to replay it when, when I get a PS5. But I think it's it, it'll be like a good time to play, like a, like a time difference from when I finished it originally to, oh, yeah. to when it's it, it, yeah, it, is, it is not a super long game. Um, it's just no. a lot of the time you, the first run through, you're just like looking at everything going, oh, I've got to track in all these documents that are all so interesting and weird. Exactly. And reading everything, like mm. reading everything in that game. I've, I, I get sometimes get bored halfway through and just, and stop reading stuff. I read most of the things in that game because yeah. they were all so good or referencing something exactly. or so good. dropping breadcrumbs. Oh God. Yeah. I love control. I think it's a fantastic game. The one of, if it's you easily it. my favorite, my favorite remedy game by like a mile, yeah. but Alan Wake sitting there just in second place being like, I'm amazing too. So, you know, I tried to play quantum break. I, I really, I downloaded it on game pass. Um, it's yeah. It, I, I, I don't know whether it was like, my system or the game itself, but it felt like the there was some like serious controller lag um, while I was playing it. Um, and also, it's a the game's pretty old now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I was like, oh, I really would like to play this game because you know it seems like it's remedy. now what we know it's remedy, and now we know that they're working on like a remedy cinematic universe. Essentially, um, I'm like, oh, it's important. I need to play it. Um, but yeah, anyway, we could talk yeah. about Sam Lake all day. <laughs> oh man. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, oh, control, boy. if you, if you have a PS5 and you tag control, get on it. But also like, if you don't have a PS5, like this was also for PS4. So play control. I know I just, we spoke a lot about how it runs kind of badly, but still it's worth it for like the la that for the ashtray maze, it's worth it. Just do it for oh, the ashtray just- maze. Do it my for god. the ashtray maze. <laughs> my god. Holy shit. One of the best moments in video games that I've ever played. Like Love without, that. Without a doubt. It's a it's a highlight to this day from that game. It's God, it's so good. Um Cool. Alright. Shall we shall we tackle the big one? I think we tackle the big one. And we, we have a sort of plan of attack for this. <laughs> yeah, so um the the big one, you know. I'm a, we won't beat around the bush. Is Yakuza like a dragon? Yakuza 7? Number 10 or... on both of our Game of the Year lists, but I think we both agreed upon completion. Would have been higher. Yeah. But <laughs> would have been higher. They were locked Absolutely. in. Absolutely. Um, so we're going to talk basically about just the general feel of the game and, and gameplay. Lightly touch on characters and things like that. Um, and then we'll sort of, you know, break there essentially, and then we'll go into spoiler stuff. So... Um, we'll give you a clear warning if this is a game that you are either currently playing, planning to play, um, or you hear us talk about it in the first half and you're like, shit, this sounds really good. Um, I want to play this game. Uh, you can sort of like bounce out yeah, there. there. There will be a safe bail point. Absolutely. We will make it very, very clear. Um, but Yakuza, like a dragon, Yakuza 7, technically, um... I, I can't even, I don't even know how many actual Yakuza games there are, but this is the seventh It's funny, one. right? Because it's technically Yakuza 8, because Yakuza 0 yeah, numbers the right. entries to... Yeah, but it's fine. We, we're not pedantic here at Dialogue Options. It's fine. 
Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, so this is... It's interesting, though, because for a n- number of reasons that we've probably talked about on the show before, um, I'm, in fact, I am certainly did in our Game of the Year lists, but, like, the reasons why it's so interesting is, like, Yakuza has always been sort of, like, a bit of a difficult one to sort of crack into if you're sort of new to the franchise because it, it's such it's got such an ingrained storyline that spans those first seven games essentially it spans games um, it spans years it spans protagonists like yeah <laughs> it's, ep- yeah, it's epic it's like, as far as all, for all is is concerned absolutely and it's it's very daunting if you look at that and go oh, I'd really like to play a Yakuza game, but oh my God, which one do I, where do I start? How do I get into this? And that's um, the other reason as well. Like, cause so even, even like back in the earlier days, you'd be looking at getting into it. And like prior to the Kiwami remakes of one and two, you had to go pretty far back to play Yakuza one and two. And I don't personally know how well they would hold up. Yeah. Uh, I don't think. Yeah. So again, it's just, it was one of those situations where it was really tough to go back for those games. And it still is, because I saw a couple of... I think it was like a Kotaku article kicking around about going back to like uh, 3, 4, and 5. Because you can buy them in like a remastered collection, but they are still the same games that they were when they released on their yes, original they, consoles. they are not Kiwami games. Yeah, so they feel dated, like for lack of, for lack of better words. Um, and that, that can be difficult as well. There's a whole numerous amount of things that can seem very, very daunting about it. Um, but the good news is for the most part, Yakuza Like a Dragon is a great jumping off point. Um, it would, I would say it's like the second best place to start. Yeah. Yeah. We'd say Zero would be the- Zero is absolutely the best Yakuza game, yeah. just in, in my opinion. As someone who has played a total of, um, now three and a half Yakuza games. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, you're definitely you've almost you've more than doubled my one and a half. So uh, it, only, it only took me like what? When did Zero come out? Like <laughs> it was twenty eighteen. So it's taken me about three yeah. years to get here. So you know, it's been a. Slog. It was twenty eight. I think it was twenty eighteen because the same year that um, and you bought it before me. It, it, I did. Yeah, I bought it because the reason why I know because I bought it the same day that I bought Dragon Ball Fighters. <laughs> I bought both of those as like a, a birthday present to myself because they came out just after my birthday. Um, uh, I think, oh, no, did I? Maybe I didn't. No, I bought Dragon Ball Fighters and Monster Hunter Rise. It's not important. Anyway, yeah, I bought it before you. You've definitely well and truly finished it before I have even got even close to it. Uh, but having played this now, I'm, I definitely want to go back to it just because I've got that Yakuza itch. Um and also too, like the Yakuza games that if you if you've got an Xbox, you can basically play like zero Game, to Game Pass, six baby. now. Yeah. I think I it's, think six is coming soon, but like soon, yeah, zero okay. to five are on there. Yep. Um with like one and two Kiwami, which is yeah, both awesome as well. Uh but if you don't have all the time in the world, which you know, depending on your situation, you might do. But if you don't, and you're sort of like bouncing around things, and you want to have a bit of a taste of it. Narratively, because gameplay-wise, it's very different. Uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Um, and even length-wise, honestly. Yeah. It's, so, that's a good point. Does it, uh, for someone who has finished a few of them now, does it feel shorter? This is longer? way longer, man. Like my my count, really? my play count, I feel like was it like ninety or so hours towards the end? 
Right. I think I had mine was about eighty or so. Yeah, and think, like Yakuza, I I can't remember exactly, but I feel like Yakuza Kiwami one I finished in like forty, so like half the time. Which and I think I think most of that sort of comes down to the turn based combat. It is a this is of. a JRPG and um yeah. yeah, it's definitely it is definitely longer because of that, I feel. Yeah, and I, I but it also doesn't I apart from a couple of points, I, I didn't feel that. Like I looked forward to coming home from work or like when Ash and Griffin would be go to bed of a night and be like, cool, it's, it's Yakuza time. I get to sit down and, and hang out with my cool friend, uh, Ichiban and all his cool friends. Um, I just, yeah, I, from the get go, I just thoroughly enjoyed this game. Um, and yeah, I've now finished Yakuza game. So I'm like, well, I'm in it now. Might as well go back to zero and try and finish that, but do it. Uh, where where should we yeah the gameplay do you want to do you want to start by talking just about that because it's probably one of the biggest differentiators it is, from it is easily the biggest games. change just to go for from again like seven previous yakuza games being beat-em-ups essentially excuse me yep to this mm-hmm. being a turn-based rpg yep i mean and, and also i mean i don't even know whether to bring this up here but or whether it's fairly common knowledge but like the reasons it makes sense narratively as well within the game. They kind of give it a reason to be like that and sort of like double down on it and really sort of stick to their guns with it. And I was like, huh, okay. Like right up to the end, I was like, okay, we're still doing this and we're still we're still talking about it like this. This is really cool. Um, so I appreciate that. But yeah, it. I could see how it would be a bit jarring <laughs> for some, maybe like oh, a yeah. long-term fan who, who has played all of these games over the years and then gets to this one and it's like, well, shit. <laughs> like, I, can, I can't speak for everyone, but I could also see it being a breath of fresh air. Like, true, yeah. Stepping into the, to the shoes of a new protagonist, it does feel right to have a bit of a twist on the gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. And yeah, it it is... I do like the way that the, the, the gameplay sort of works as well. Like, I like how the environmental attacks are still there. Even though you don't have... I mean, any control There's over some them. Jank, man. I had some issues with that stuff. Uh, yeah, look, that, there, that, there yes. were some times in combat because obviously it, it tries to maintain that aspect of Yakuza where the characters can move around and grab stuff. There would be occasions where just, just before I lock in my attack, my character would sidestep and then yep. they would get hooked on something and then their attack would just miss. I'm like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Who's like, was trying to attack, Trying to attack someone around a corner. That's yeah. that always like guaranteed me is basically like run into a corner and then the attack times out. I'm like, okay, well that probably shouldn't have been in here, but Hey, look, yeah. it's your first time. I'll give you that. I'll give you a pass. And I do like, I do as, as much as I hated it while I was playing the game. Cause it would fucking annoy me. Cause it would just break up my flow. But I do like the fact that like, if you weren't considering which enemy you were attacking in a group of enemies, it could actually, your, your attacker get blocked by another enemy. Oh, I yeah, like the attack opportunities and yeah, stuff. Yeah, they could they, they could just sort of like if you try to run past someone, they could be like, "No, fuck you!" Punch you, and it would end your turn. So it's always like that risk. It's like oh, that guy's on low health, and this attack that I want to use against him is really is a weak is weak against him. Um, but there's this one guy in the middle. It's like, do I go for it or do I just stick back and maybe try and attack someone else in the meantime? Um, it's it's not like groundbreaking, but I think oh, it was no. kind of interesting. Um, 
especially yeah in this sort of franchise that is known for its like insane beat em up combos and all that kind of stuff um some of the uh some of the abilities were pretty funny as well like i i always every time you get like a new ability it was always fun to sort of like use it and see how it react it, it related to whatever job that uh that character particular had I think Nambas was uh, one of my fa- some of my favorites with the homeless job of like he's uh healing where he just takes oh, a takes, nap takes a nap yeah but just that like the most like le- luxuriously lounging nap on the ground on a cardboard box and it just made me laugh every time um but yeah I quite enjoyed that which was really cool yeah there are some characters who have some amazing abilities that I, re- I don't know if I can really talk about cuz they almost yeah I don't it feels like spoilers but we can touch on that later um yeah. so I guess yeah I, while we're talking think, about combat, you have mentioned jobs. So it is worth mentioning, I think, that this does incorporate a job system, like a couple mm-hmm. of like a few of the older Final Fantasies and stuff like that, where it's very cleverly tied into the world of the game as well, which I love. Obviously, Ichiban rocks up in this new town and he's homeless. He has nothing. He's got no no job. So what do you do, Joel, in a situation? You go to the, to the job office. You go to, get, you go to the employment services and you get given a, a job. And yep. I love that that is how they justify why you've got so many ridiculous jobs like a host. But yep. before we go too much further, my immediate initial complaint was this is charming at first, but then say you're 60 odd hours in and you're like, oh, I want to change to this other job. You have to stop what you're doing, catch a taxi or and like sometimes leave an entire area to go back to this other area to go to yeah. this job place and be like, hey, can I be this now? Cheers. And then go all the way back. Apart from that, the job system was fantastic. Even if it by the end like, it kind of felt pointless. It seems like they, they could have got to a point where like halfway or like two thirds of the way through the game where they're like narrative, they're like, oh, cool. You actually do this all online now. And they give you an app on your phone that you could do it. Yeah. Or even there, if, like, if each of the locations like had a job place. That's true. Yeah. Like multiple locations that would have, that would have helped as well. But again, like you said before with the combat, it was like, they're still they're, they're obviously trying out new things, and for the most part, things work pretty well. But there are some things that are a little bit undercooked. Um, but there's just so much in this game that makes up for it and makes me so happy about it. But um, yeah, I, I you were talking before too about the we were talking about like the different moves and stuff like that. Some without mentioning any specifics or anything like that. Um, if you've played. A, a previous Yakuza game, you know that there's like crazy, batshit insane sort of moves and combos and stuff that you can pull off that have like flashy and crazy animations. They are still here. They obviously they're just like you know selecting an option and watching a cutscene play out. But fuck me, some of them are very 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 cool to watch, and some of them are very funny as well. Um, one in particular that we'll talk about later in the spoiler part that is easily my favorite of those. Um, because it relates to the, uh, the power mates, uh, sort of side of things, which is for lack of better words, the summoning system. They have a summons. They have a, yeah, the, the Aeons, whatever you want to call them. Yep. Um, but it's really cool. Cause I, yeah, again, without going into how, like there's basically a service called pound mates where you can like, through your you can, adventures. You can call a meet- friend, man. Yeah, yeah, he's having a time to call a friend. I summon you. And, um, but yeah, it, you sort of collect them along the way as you sort of 
engage in sub stories or narrative points, um, or you know various other ways of uh, of, of collect, coming uh, across those Tojo Clan badges. Oh, I didn't get those ones. There, I didn't get those ones. I meant to go back and get them, and I completely forgot until I was like halfway through the the, the end of the game, and I was like, ah, I, would, shit. I would YouTube them later. YouTube them. I right? sh- actually, yeah, I will do that once we finish recording. I'm, I'm gonna go look those up because, yeah, um, I saw who they were, and I was like, ah, okay. Uh, but yeah, and there's some there's some just great stuff in there as well. Again, if you've not really played a Yakuza game, like it's it walks this fine line between being this like gritty organized crime drama and just fucking ridiculousness. Like it's, it's a crime anime, man. Like it's got the gritty crime stuff and then the ridiculousness of anime. Yeah. Yeah. Together at last. Which, you know, the filler episode stuff, which, but the filler episode stuff's really good still. It actually is worth doing and checking out. Um, yeah, some of the sub stories are just phenomenal and really, really interesting. Um, but we might touch on those later. Uh, anything else about the gameplay sticking uh, out to you? Like specifically combat? Like not really. Um, it was just one of those things where it, one, it took a bit to get used to it. I thought it was neat that you had like the context stuff, like pressing circle when the enemy attacked you could get a perfect block but again towards yep. the end of the game you just, i just gave up on it except in boss fights man in boss fights especially later yeah good lord you don't want to miss those perfect blocks because you can just get one hit ko'd mm-hmm. um and same for like the context like pressing a button before your attack i kind of got sick of that as well i did as well I, I at first i was like this is great oh cool it's still they're keeping it like you engaged instead of just like selecting stuff which i don't have a problem with because that's how persona does it and i i i like it in those games no no in terms of like the basic you don't you you select an option oh, and then yeah, you watch yeah. a play out yeah um and, but i think the reason why i like it in persona so much is because everything is so flashy about everything in that game that it it is just a joy to watch no matter if you're pressing buttons or not but in this, I was like, cool, awesome. They're keeping it engaging. Yep, great. And I was expecting that to sort of evolve a little bit. But it and doesn't. It doesn't. And it's either mash square yeah. or time your triangle press. And that's sort of yeah. like all they the really triangle had. presses. The triangle presses like change speed and like different stuff like that. But yeah. you, once you get into the rhythm of like the moves that you know you should be moving, using on certain people and, and the ones that work best for you and your party, like you get to know the timing and it's it's sort of like muscle memory and second nature by then. So I, I think going forward, if they're going, if they are going to keep using this, uh, uh, like the turn-based JRPG combat, I, th- I would like to see some, you know, some combos because, you know, the combos were such a big thing about the beat-em-up gameplay. You could adapt them in a much simplified way in this as well, I feel. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would be happy. I wouldn't be sad if it was a feature that didn't come back. Like, it just didn't. Okay. Again, fun to start off with, but towards the end, I was just, like, sometimes annoyed. I'm like, oh, I really just want to attack this guy with this attack. So I would usually, like, so much towards the end of the game where I'll be like, I'm just going to use the essence moves because it's just, that's a special attack and I don't have to press anything. Yeah. It uses a lot yeah. of um, of um MP, but because this is a Yakuza game, I have so many MP items, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's, yeah. Um, or outside of combat, like gameplay stuff, 
I guess that we could talk on maybe some of the, yeah. like, the mini games and things like that. Mini, mini games. Uh, so this time around the mini games, I don't know. Again, I don't want to be too harsh on them because I've only played again a couple of Yakuza games. So we've got a we've got our our go kart mode and mm-hmm. running a confectionery store into a billion dollar conglomerate conglomeration. Like that's those are two mini games here. And the, the, the two main mini games. There are other there are other activities around that you can do. Oh yeah, well. yeah. But I, I would say like they're not tied to anything. So it's just no, like, you know, no. You can get some cool gear and items from them, but baseball yeah, yeah. and that sort of stuff. But you don't have to go do them. And um, like by choosing not to do them, you're not missing out on stuff. But I mean, I would also say it's a case of a go kart game. But if you don't do the confectionery store, you are missing out. It's just you have to do that, whether you like it or not. It's um, how you get your money for the most part. And a really, really, really useful attack at the end of the at the end of that storyline. Absolutely, yeah, I use that thing a lot. Um, there is something narratively that it's nothing super crazy, but I was like, oh shit, I actually get that at the end of Dragon Cart. I will say that, Karen, because I realized that because yeah, you said you hadn't, you didn't end up finishing Dragon yeah, Cart. Those controls drove me insane, so I gave up. Did you? I mean, we won't talk about it here. And if we do talk about, it, we'll talk about it in the spoiler part. But do you know? What happens at the end of that? No idea. I finished okay. two Grand Prix and I a few of the rival races. One in particular was on like a really foggy track, and I just again, it was just uh, all the rival races are on foggy tracks. Well, it's on <laughs> one with like the electric obstacles and stuff. I don't know, man. Yeah. It's just like playing a shoddy like off-brand Mario Kart, and I'm like, I'm done here. <laughs> uh, absolutely, it is. It is like it is not. <laughs> It is not tight controls and like really worth it. To, like I enjoyed it though. I, I had a lot of fun playing it just because it was so janky. <laughs> and, and I don't know. I just had a good time playing it, so I ended up finishing that. I made sure I I, I finished that before I went to the end game stuff, but because you can't really finish it until you get right right up to the end, basically. Um, but yeah, there's a there's a neat little payoff at the end of that. I was like, okay, cool. Um. And then, yeah, you're right about the Ichiban Confections business stuff, or Ichiban Holdings. Um, best way to make money in the game, especially Absolutely. once you start getting into a groove of things. If you, the, the, the earlier you do that, the, the better off you're going to be, and you'll be able to just dip back there. And if you need money for certain things, you can dip back there, which you do need for certain points in the yeah, game. Yeah, there's, there's a story point where they're like, hey, front up 3 million yen. Like, man, yeah. if, I, if I hadn't done this mini game, like, Jesus... <laughs> Oh, it's just like I walked out of that cutscene and I was like, ah, yeah. down to the ATM I go, ATM. draw out three million from my fourteen that's sitting there. Okay, cool. Yep. Off I go. Yep. yep. Mm. No, I'm right there with you. Uh yeah, that was definitely a mini game bit at the start. I really, really bounced off hard, but it was just mm-hmm. it was dense and sort of uninteresting. But yeah, once I figured out the not really the secret, because it's not like it's buried in there. Once I figured out that you a lot of it plays out sort of like a gacha game, like a Pokemon game with like element weaknesses and all that sort of stuff. The rock paper became, sort of table, yeah, yeah. It just became a routine. I was like, cool, I got this on, on down on lock now. I'll yep. take those uh, that three million yen every couple of uh, minutes, thanks. Yep, basically that's how it rolls. Um and also too, I think it's it's interesting the way that they do it because there's a reason for there's a reason we both went back to it. That for to 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 get something, um, because we like you said we both bounced off it pretty hard. We were just like, ah, yeah. this oh, seems yeah. pretty yes, complex. Yes. I can't be fucked. But yeah, they, they tie um, a party member behind it. 
Yeah, so they it's were like, yeah, you want this? You need to, uh, you need to go do that. And I was like, okay. And by the time I got to that point where I got got that, I was like, all right, I could probably see Boy. this out now. Like, and personal sidebar here, that decision just worked out to be absolute detriment of our character. Just having nothing to do in the rest of the game. Just like, which was it bummed me out because I actually kind of liked the character. But because they're technically a secret character, they're never in any cutscenes or anything. And it's just like, oh, okay. They were, I used them for most of the game. They were in my actually. party for 90% of it up until I yeah. got, there's two characters you get later in the game. And only <laughs> then did they really get close to getting subbed out. But yeah, I had them for ages. Oh, like, yeah, I, I, yeah, we'll talk about that when we get to, 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 yeah, yeah, um, to spoiler stuff. Cause that's probably a better place to talk about that. Um, the setting, it's a completely new setting. Um, new city. So, Injincho, yeah. Um, in Yokohama. So it's not in, uh, Kamurocho or Sotombori anymore. You do get to start out in, um, Kamurocho. You do. Yep. It's cool. It still has that Yakuza vibe where you're like, all right, I'm back in Kamurocho again. And I know where everything is, which is yep. it's kind of a cool feeling when you step back into Kamarocho. You're like, cool. Well, I know where everything is because I've been here several times. It's just like, it is literally like coming home. Yeah. It, it was funny though. Like I, I was like wandering through the streets and I found like the block. Yeah, man. I was like, I was like, oh, <laughs> and it was, yeah. hey, hey, what's this? What's going on here? Like you open up a map and you like instantly recognize like Champion District up in the top yep. right. With yep. the little tight alleyways. Yeah. I, one of my favorite things, again, through my very limited Yakuza experience, is just seeing the little ways that Kamurocho changes. It's just really cool. Yeah, because like, like like we said before, it spans years. Yeah, so, like, you know, Kamurocho is almost like another character in the Yakuza series with the little absolutely. steps that that city takes over time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, in Jincho, it's, it's a lot more... It's a lot more rough, I guess, than it, it feels... Yeah. I guess I, I guess it's only because you start off essentially as a homeless person <laughs> exploring it, um, but it's just I don't know it 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 worked its way into my heart and it it has so much charm and 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 fun stuff to do around it. But that's I guess a testament to the Yakuza games in general. Um, yeah, well, because yeah, every time Yakuza has a new location, I'm usually hard pressed to not love it. Like, I know there's some in the Lady Yakuza games I haven't seen yet, and I'm really excited to get to them. Right. Um, obviously, there's another, there's another one here we'll talk about in spoilers that also was just nice to come come across. But, uh, yeah, I did it did grow on me eventually. It's I don't know what it is about it, but it just didn't sort of feel as special to me. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But I it's not that I hated it, okay? Right. I just, I liked it. It's, yeah. I don't know. I liked the one thing I did like about it, and this is more of a um, gameplay mechanic, I guess, in general, is um, fast traveling around using the taxi service was so much easier in this one. Well, um, and it does. I, mean, I guess because it was built out more like a like so in Kamurocho, for example, the taxis are always on the edges of the yeah. map, whereas this one they were sort of placed more sporadically. Um, it was nice when I figured out as well you could call a taxi from your phone. I didn't figure yeah. it out for a long while, but then I was like. Screw it, I'll pay like a thousand yen to just like teleport close to this point. Why would I walk? Yep, I want to avoid absolutely. combat. <laughs> Especially towards the end where I'd like, you know, finish like a super serious dramatic cutscene and which would reveal some sort of crazy plot twist or whatever. 
I'd come back out and I'd open the map up and go, cool, I've got three sub-stories here. I've got a couple of part-time jobs to do over here, part-time heroes to do over here. I'll just plan my route via the taxis, essentially, to go through all of those and clean them up before we move on to the next story point. Um, part-time hero was another interesting addition to this as well, which I thought was... At first, I didn't think I was going to interact with it as much, but I kind of glad that I did because I, I thought there was some fun stuff in there as well. Um, yeah, um, it was it was okay. It it was a good way to implement like what Yakuza normally has, which is sort of like its completion checklist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and as I as I tie some more rewards to that, which was cool. Uh, there are some fun little things you can do in there. Like, did you do the? Um, did you help the? I forget the name of the guy who like runs the actual agency. But did oh you yeah, help him find his cats. I did until very 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 close to the end because I didn't realize it was a thing, and I went in there and I I. I I got to the building and I was like, I haven't been in here. I should go see him again. And I went up there and it triggered that that sub story. And I was like, huh. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, Did so you that find the extra fun. cat? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. So you got the pound mate summoned then. Good. Fuck yeah. I don't think I ended up getting a chance to use it. Um, oh, job. YouTube. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I'm going to. You, I think I'm going to have to YouTube go through all the like, pound YouTube mates. Just watch them all on YouTube. Because <laughs> like. I was being so cautious about using power mates throughout the whole game. I was only saving them for like boss fights. Like, well, some of them like, are expensive, oh, this... man. Yeah, well, that's it. Like, but then I was like, oh man, I got money now. And then I got to like the end game where I was like the point of no return, basically. And I was like, I haven't used hardly any of these. And I, I, I mean, I've used a fair few of them, and I've used a few of them multiple times. Um, the one that I think it's pretty safe that you. I think there's footage out there of it in promotional stuff, and it, the character in question is on the poster for the, and the cover of the game is the um the crawfish. Oh, what's its name? Nancy. Nancy. Nancy Chan. Yep, Nancy Chan. Um, I used that one a few times because it's cheap and it was effective. <laughs> I feel like I'm just gonna quickly. I feel like there was a hilarious tweet about this. Oh, really? From the actual studio. I forget if it. We have to try and see if I can find out. You keep talking. It's yeah. So like that that was fun to use those there, um, but uh, I, yeah, I, I didn't get to use the one from the the part time hero stuff. But it was a cool thing. I didn't find a lot of the people that were scattered around the place, or like that those requests. I just basically did the fight ones because um, they were marked on the map, and I was like, cool. I'll just go do these. Oh, uh, like the ones where you had to beat up certain mobs, or there's those ones. There were other ones where like. People were looking for people. Oh, see, I, I didn't do any of those. And, like, I just stumbled across them. You, you know how you're walking along the streets and sometimes there's, like, characters with, like, um, three dots above their head? And yeah. You can talk to them. Sometimes it wouldn't do anything. I think those are related to part-time hero quests. Uh, okay. Because I did talk right. to a couple of those and they were like, oh, yeah, hey, it's, you know, that looks like that girl that's supposed to be with this guy and he was looking for her. So... And you talk to them and then they go, oh, I'll sort my shit out. And you call part-time hero and you, you get a completion on that. Well, there you go. I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I It was literally, I stumbled across one and I was like, oh. So I made sure I talked to those, but I didn't know how to trigger them or how to get them added to my quest log. Uh, anyway, it was a whole thing. Um, <laughs> how'd you go with that tweet? Uh, I can't find it, man. But I swear there was, a, there was like a, a cool joke tweet just about how it was working with Nazi-chan. <laughs> that's great developers, but I, I i can't remember it so maybe i just imagined it and if i'm yep. right then if someone finds it you're welcome excellent um 
but yeah, Padme's just kind of fun. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to touch on in the uh, the non-spoilery part of things? Um, so I I think we both sort of talked about this a bit off the show. Musically, the game isn't super interesting, but later on, there's some cracking music that's just yeah so good. <laughs> some like, of the uh, the battle themes that happen later in the game, I was just like, oh, here we those, go. So yeah, some of those boss fight songs that you get later are just like, this is this is, where were you? Not even the boss fight. Some some of them are like just the when you're in specific areas. Um, yeah. The the battle I mean, music changes and it's like yeah. And then you've got like the um the classic like Yucca's a sad song <laughs> with the guitar. Just like Then you've got like the, the, the cheeky rascal one that yeah. boom, 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 boom. And you're like, Oh yeah, here we go. Something oh, silly is about to happen. Yeah. Music was definitely probably the point initially I was like, Oh I mean and that's not to say that I have always believed Yucca's a games have incredible music. Um yeah. But yeah, I was just, I don't know, for again, when you're sort of being an RPG, I kind of hope for a bit more. But um, yeah, later on yeah. in the game, it did make up for that. Um, uh, I really liked how they tied the, because essentially this this has, it's Yuck as a take on social links. I kind of yes. like that it tied that all to the bar. Yeah, so like, drink, drink links. Drink links, <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have to go looking for someone across the city. You're like, okay, they're all at the hub area. And I loved and, playing music there, getting the Persona songs, doing karaoke there. Uh, sorry, get, Persona songs, yes, but also getting the fucking Daytona song. The Daytona theme song, And just yes. fucking cranking that shit up in this bar. And like, here. one Day of the Sonic Tona. songs, I forget which one. Pardon? One of the Sonic songs, like one of the... Oh, no yeah. lyrics, but yeah. One of the Sonic songs, I think. I think like, one. Nights in the Dreams was around there yeah, somewhere Nights as well. Yeah, Nights in the Dreams yeah. is in there as well. There's, there's a bunch of references. Yeah. Um... But, um that was cool, and also like the the social links were pretty easy to max out all of them. Like, oh yeah, could, absolutely. It the game with like that part of the game was designed to be like, no, we want you to finish all of these basically. Again, it, um, it would just happen sometimes where I would max a link out, and be like, all right, come on guys, we're getting back in the cab to go yep. back to engine show to go to the bar to have a drink, and then we'll get back in the cab and we'll come back here. Don't worry. See, see, I'd forget sometimes. I look at my 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 like social links. I'd be like. Oh man, three people want to have conversations with me. I got to go back to the bar. So I spend like 20 minutes yeah. just back at the bar going through all of them. I'm like, yeah. Ah. Look, towards the end, that's how I tried to do it. Just try to try to queue up like three or four at once. I'm like, let's just knock you all out of the way. <laughs> it's the way down, to do it, honestly. Heart to yeah. Heart. Yep. And those were all cool too because then they'd always like, uh, they'd always culminate in a, I think they called it a dramatic scene or something. I think they called it in some of the, the walkthroughs I was looking at and stuff like that, um, or like some of the reviews and things, it's called like a dramatic ending or whatever. Basically, you go somewhere and you fight someone. But it's, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So you actually get to, like, because before that, they're just like sitting at the bar, having a conversation and finding out more about these characters. And um, you get to basically respond with whichever way you want to respond at, at one point during the conversation. Yeah, and that would also boost up Ichiban's, again, Persona-like attributes, like his, Absolutely. his guts, his intelligence, all that sort of stuff, which was yeah. like, oh yeah, I mean, I play Persona, so this, I understand all of this instantly. I think that's why I I like, I like clicked with this so much. See, I was just like, and, oh, it's Persona. It, it's funny, right? Because I think that's why I also ended up becoming pretty critical of the combat, because I was yeah. like, there's a lot of Persona here, but you just missed, you swung and you missed on the combat. Like, 
especially it was a, a wide margin there. Especially after like I, I haven't played a whole. I'm, I've played a fair bit of it, but in this the grand scheme of like I like Persona Five in general and Royal specifically, but like having just played a little bit of Royal and seeing how that combat flows so nicely, like Persona and they, Five like, Royal has changed how I want JRPGs to be because I've I've been trying to go back for Persona Four to sort of chip away at that platinum, but I always regretted not getting. Yeah. And it's just so funny going back to that game and being like, oh, it's so slow. Yeah. And there's like, so many it's... menus I've got to go through. But like Persona making that, just that genius decision to tie each command to a face button. Yep. Just which just cutting down the time and then just having a really snappy combat system. Just brilliant. Which that's the thing with 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 like a dragon. They, they, they kind of did some of that stuff, but they just didn't quite yeah. stick it. Like it's, yeah. you know, there's the hint of like how combat should flow was there like having the the um the multi attacks and the follow ups um and things like that and you know the status effects and and being able to like flow a lot like quite smoothly in in the combat and seeing who was coming up next in the order and all that kind of stuff um but they just yeah there's something missing from it uh that the persona does Persona Five yeah. in general, and again, so like well. I said it before, it, it is their first take on it, so I'll, I will give them that. But like, I have to Absolutely. wonder, like, you know, they're both published by Sega. Couldn't they have just gotten Atlas on the phone? It seems like they did though, because like I, yeah, I know. you were saying about the, the face buttons, like it, the menu yeah. like, is a stylized menu that is attached to each of the four face buttons. Like it's yep. <laughs> yeah, it's it's almost there. It's yeah. almost like, there. Like the sequel this game gets, I have extreme amounts of faith will be incredible i reckon it'll it'll really sharpen that combat Mm -hmm. yep i i have faith as well and i'm very excited to get to that for sure okay i think we're at the point now where we've sort of beaten around the bush enough without getting into specifics of like plot one final shout out okay um it feels like this was this is a it feels like it should be a small thing, but just they just got it for me personally. I felt like it was really good, really really good English dub to go yes. from seven Yakuza games of being just in Japanese, which completely respect and for those games it just made sense. Some of those games it would be so hard to expect me to just be like, hey, we've recast this character as this English guy now, and you're like, oh, I've had him in the Japanese version for so many years, and like having yeah. again new cast of uh, main characters perfect chance to bring in an english dub and i just think a lot of again the core cast was just solid yeah especially considering like the one time that they did an english cast before which was i think the first yakuza game it certainly was, was notoriously bad like and they had mark you know, hamill they, man they had mark hamill they had uh, michael madsen as well yep. like crazy it was there was heaps of people in that game and and it was just like it's notoriously bad um and yeah to go dubbed again until like exactly (laughs) yeah exactly and i think yeah now in this day and age they're like voice acting is is taken seriously enough that you don't need to get big name hollywood actors to do an english dub you can get big name voice actors because they hold as much clout within the gaming industry as but even then like this what impressed me the most, but a lot of the main cast weren't big names. Like I That's was, true. I yeah. would be looking for their voice list and be like, what do I know you from? And sometimes there'd mm. be something one in particular. I was like, I, I heard one instantly. I'm like that. I know who you are. Looked him yep. up on um, behind the voice actors. I'm like, yep, 
picture. We'll talk about yep. that in spoilers. But um, yeah, like yep. a lot of the other 100%. cast members, I'm like, you sound so familiar. And I would have to do a bit of digging to find him, but I really did enjoy like basically all of the main characters, like the main party's performances. Um, there's some really great performances, uh, like again later in the game without specifics. Yes, but like, uh, like uh, Ichiban's, like the the main protagonist. Ichiban's voice actor Ooh. does such a good job. I really should be so I should just be saying voice actor. I should look his name up because I'm not doing yeah. him justice, right? <laughs> it's not Greg Chun because that's number i think um uh, uh, i feel bad so yeah he's english voice actor why is he not in the first row oh yeah he is that's japanese why would you not yeah fair enough this is me holding up the podcast guys yeah it's right i'm trying to find it as well like yeah i got nothing here yeah there's, a, there's, a, there's an easy way to do this. The side I mentioned before will have it all. <laughs> but it's going to the behind the voice actors. <laughs> yeah. That, that's got me um, covered every time. But yeah, there's some there's some great, just absolutely great performances. Um, so I'm Kai, Kai, Kaiji Tang. Right. Yep. Now, the, the only one I remember was, uh, uh, yeah, Greg Chun, I think yeah, his name yeah, is. Yeah, he's Namba, yeah. Who's Namba. Because he, he was the protagonist in Judgment, I believe. I think so, yeah. And, like, obviously, yeah. the other ones, you like, George Takei as Arakawa. Fucking awesome. Elizabeth yeah. Maxwell so as good. Psycho. Yep. And, and so. other 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 well-known voice actors uh, playing characters as well that we'll talk about very shortly. Special shout-out to, uh, to Sung Won Cho. As oh, Mitsuo. yeah. That's right. Oh, God, I love him. He's so good. Um, Like, it, it just... It, Sometimes boggles my mind that that voice is coming from him. Like I know, right? Just, it's crazy. I it love it. Blows me away. It's so good. Um, but I think now is the time we're going to get into the juicy stuff. So spoilers if you are from planning, <laughs> pardon? Spoilers from here on out. Yeah, exactly. If you are planning on playing Yakuza Like a Dragon, if you are currently playing Yakuza Like a Dragon, and haven't finished it yet, or you've heard us talk about this game and go, "Hey, this sounds pretty cool. I might check it out." Now is the time to bounce. Uh, we are going to be going full spoilers. We have both finished this game. We both have things we want to say because we we've talked about it like on like just like text chat since playing it. Uh, well, me pestering you with messages every five minutes while I was finishing up the game. Um, but yeah, we we haven't had a chance to actually like talk about it in person. Even then, not in person, but like with our voices, with our voices. So. Conversations here- are so much different when you use your exactly. voice versus text. Ex- Absolutely, yeah. Uh, so from here on out, we are going to be in spoiler mode. So, uh, yeah, if you've listened to this far, thanks for listening. Um, you can skip to the end if you want to hear the rigmarole at the end. Um, I'll put the, the codes in the in the description. So you can skip straight to our closing if you want. Beautiful. With that said, all right, where are we starting with this? I want to start with how much I love Ichiban. And yes. I, I said it in my Game of the Year spiel, but obviously you really can't do justice to saying how much you love Ichiban without doing full spoilers because the journey this character goes on was crazy. Like yep. I lo- So I loved him at the gate. He was positive yep. and earnest, but it never he was never trying too hard. It was just like, no, this is just Ichiban. Yep. He's, a, he's a freaking goofball, but he's honest and he's... 
He but he believes in all that dumb anime stuff that we all deep down love. And don't you say you don't? <laughs> yeah, because because it's it's. Well, I was saying before about like you know the, there's a reason why like narratively narratively why like the turn based JRPG sort of system works is because Ichiban is a massive Dragon Quest fan. So, and he says in a like a throwaway, not even a throwaway, but he says in a conversation at the very start of the game when someone's like, "Why are you into all this Dragon Quest stuff?" and he's like, "Well, it helps me because like you know if I'm in a fight, I like to imagine it that it's like a you know a Dragon Quest fight," and you go. I- Oh, so we're seeing these fight. It gives you context for why it is a turn-based JRPG. And I'm like, this is fucking great. And it's so funny. Like, I didn't even think of this, but I was watching some other people do some of the later boss fights. And I guess since we're in a spoiler town, it doesn't matter if I'm going to say this right at the gate, right here. Yep. So I made yep. such a funny, like, quip during the Kiryu boss fight, where it's like, yeah. oh, he, he's not, he doesn't, he's not respecting the turn-based combat. Like, what, why would he? He's yeah, going to beat exactly. him up. So, like, because there are times when he's just like, I'm going to punch this person, and then I'm going to punch this person. I'm like, stop. I need a chance yep. to heal. Exactly. He's like, yeah. no, no, this is a beat-em-up, dude. Not a, not a turn base. I'm like, no, I need my turns. You stand there and you wait. Yeah, I need to set shit up. Fucking <laughs> give me a moment. I got I got stuff I, I need to set up combos. I don't, like, I don't, I don't care if you're shifting styles. Just give me a second. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I need this person to do this status effect, and then I need this person to capitalize on that. So fucking stay there. Yeah, you stay there. Um, but yeah, like it's uh, he's just such instantly lovable out the gate, which was always going to be a tough like a, like a tall order with a brand new like protagonist coming off the bat when you've had people like Kazuma Kiryu or Goro Majima like as as these like Man. protagonists that you play as or even with my limited yakuza like knowledge, Majima might be one of my favorite characters in a video game. He is Absolutely. truly compelling, and especially with that stuff that you get in Zero for his character, like, oh boy, he yeah. is fantastic. And obviously, I also love Kiryu. Kiryu is just a champion as well, but yep. I just really love, 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 love Goro Majima. Yeah. Um, I was saying before about how one of my favorite Power Mates summons, I, I had one that was like, I, I could easily say is my favorite. It's Majima's. It's Majima's. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. It is the perfect amount of lunacy. <laughs> Absolutely. And the, the the music and just everything that happens with it, like throwing all those knives and then electrifying them whilst running down a fucking building. I'm like, this is great. This is so good. I love did you, it. Did you use a Kiryu one? I did, yeah. Yeah, I also the love that one. Just like well. the amazing yeah. dragon. Yeah, so, so good. Uh, But yeah, it's, yeah, I did the one-two punch on the... uh. On the fight with um, oh, excellent. Young Master at the end. Oh, man. See, all I did for the Young Master was just like, and Orbital Laser, and <laughs> Orbital Laser. And I was like, yeah. how are you withstanding this? You are very impressive. I'm shooting you from space. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I'm a Bond villain, I, apparently. It was like one Orbital Laser, then I thought I'd just punch him for a bit. Because I thought, I, like, narratively, like, in context of the story, I was like, I feel like I just wanted him to duke it out a little bit. I was, and then I was I, like, I had had it with him at that point. I'm like, you know what, dude? I yeah. am, especially because his entire fight style is just like, I'm surrounded by my underlings. I'm like, beep. No, you're not. They're all dead. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh, no, even I didn't even use orbital laser for that. I, I managed to be able to just beat all those fuckers down yeah, just that, with like basic. I was like, nah, fuck orbital off. Orbital laser fuck was, off. Just so, was so satisfying for him to be like, to just front up with his gang. I'm like, 
no, they're yeah. gone. I just shot them from space. And you call in more, I'm like, all right, um, Psycho, Shaka, Ichibana, an MP item. Cool. And we're doing it again. Yep. Yep. Um, though, I think what I do with those guys, actually, I think I, um, we've gone off rails already, but I don't care. Um, I think what I do with those guys is I had, um, Airy and I used, uh, the love drunk something, whatever, basically the charm one that lowers defense and like has a chance to charm. And so I just like basically charmed half of them so they couldn't do shit. And then took out the other ones. Pardon? Do you then do the idle attack? Like the... Oh, basically, yeah. I, but then it was, I basically just like, yeah, that attack where it was like, you know, the more people who were charmed, yeah. Yeah. The glow stick one. The glow stick one. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, oh. I, it, it, Ichiman is just so wonderful and just so, I don't know. I, yeah, instantly likable. And I just, I, I am so on board with, with him and I can't wait to see where he is going to go because it seems like we're going to get more with him now. It seems like it's. I mean, it definitely guess, set up room for another one. Exactly. Yeah. There's there is room for another arc here. Like it's you know. But yeah. Whether like or not some of the some of the the um like the walls <coughs> this story throws up in front of Ichiban, just like there are parts later on, like when he when he's just beating that guy to a pulp. <laughs> and Kiryu has to be the one to stop him. Yep. I was just watching that entire sequence being like, no, I played The Last of Us Part 2. Don't do this to me. Yeah. like <laughs> Stop it, it Ichiban. Because yeah. he's at that point, he's just so he's done he's with everything. Done. And it's like, I'm I'm fucking done. I need, I, I just want to get to fucking Young Master and just fuck his shit up. And yeah, I, I do love that interaction with, with Kiryu afterwards where he's just oh, like, so good. <laughs> Where where he goes like you know, you know you know where Kume is. You tell me, and he's just like, well, I was gonna tell you, but I saw you act like a dickhead. Yeah, I'm not gonna fucking tell you shit now. Yeah, you you like, don't get nothing from me. Yeah, it's basically you, small you come and fucking you earn it. I love it. I love that their Kiryu and Ichiban's clothes are basically inverted as well. That's such a nice touch. Oh my god, they are too. Because Kiryu great. wears the red shirt and the white jacket, and he's got the red jacket and the white shirt. It's a cool touch. <laughs> it is very cool. Um. But yeah, uh, well, some of the other characters, I guess, like, you know, obviously, you know, we're mentioning the fact that Kiryu's in it, Majim is in it, uh, there are other other characters from the games that I have no idea about, um, the most interesting one Sajima. that I, pardon? Saijima's in there from Yakuza 5. Right, yep. Um, the one that I, that was interesting to me that I didn't really know a whole lot about until I, um was talking with a friend at work who's like a big Yakuza fan. He's played like a lot of them, if not all of them, I think. Um, and he was telling me about uh, Jungi Han. And he was like, I know he's in the game, but I don't know how he's in the game. Um, because there's a reason behind that. Do you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. Kiryu sees him. He's just like, hang on a second. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole thing. That, and his whole, like, his whole drinklings story yeah. is about that yeah but so even basically like, yeah, it's cute you seeing him be like i'm pretty sure i dealt with you in yakuza 6 yeah right and it's like uh, yeah so he's basically like a a body double for the real jungi han and, and sort of like the way that he explains it in that scene about like it being 
you know, more than just a Jungi Hum being more than just a person. It's about like being a, you know, a name and like something like a legend almost and carrying that on and saying that when I go, there'll be someone else to take over from me. And yeah, I was like, that's fascinating. Like so cool. This whole like crazy shit about like, you know, completely changing the way that you look and act and, and hold yourself to, to carry on the legacy of someone's name. We've seen similar ideas, I guess, but like, yeah, not, not like that. Hmm. Right. Yeah. To even talk about them would be spoiling things that aren't in the spoiler territory, so it's not fair, so I won't do right. it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But, um, um, and I'm talking about outside of Yakuza. Like, there's uh, cool yeah. things to, that do similar things. Right. Uh, yeah, like, so... I mean, I feel like we've even skirted over Ichiban story too much because it's just so fascinating, but you are right. There's this fully fleshed out party of characters. I do think some are weaker than others. Like, for example, we talked about it briefly when we talked about the job... The uh, mini game for Ichiban Holdings, like Eri, is just like this cool character. You get this character by doing that mini game. You're like, oh right, I'm gonna put her in my party. It's gonna be great, and she's just nowhere to be seen. Like, yeah, because she's a secret character, I guess. But even other RPGs have had secret characters. Heck, Final Fantasy VII has exactly. two secret characters. It's got Vincent and Yuffie, and they all have dialogue all the way through. And yep. it's just it just bummed me out that she didn't have anything to contribute or even pop up in cutscenes. It seems like this was like them going, oh, well, we, we need to hit all the JRPG tropes. We need a secret character. So let's put them in there. So yeah, again, this is, that might be something down the track that like with the sequel to this game, um, they might work on. Um, who knows though? Like it's, um, yeah, which is, it is a shame because yeah, she was in my party for quite a while, yeah, especially once I like changed things up. But my favorite um, party member was probably um, Zhao. He was just great. <laughs> Zhao's great. I oh, he's so fucking good. Um, it was definitely felt like um like new Majima, and I was here for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's that that part when you do his um his like dramatic quest thing at the end of his drink link, where he goes to uh, meet with Mabuchi oh, again, Mabuchi. and he's like, "Yo, fucking Mabuchi," and he's like, "Oh, hey, I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna act out of out of turn here." never mention it again and he just fucking snaps and goes like crazy eyes and you yeah you get that like flash of like oh he's like he's the new majima okay you could, cool you could easily send him off as that yeah yeah he's, he's definitely got a crazy streak and yeah like even a lot of his attacks like his um his fire he's like essence of phoenix stuff i think his fire sword yep. is probably my favorite of the essence attacks i really like it I really like it too, especially because he starts it off by saying, you want to see some magic shit? <laughs> and you're like, fuck yeah, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, Just light my sword on fire. His ladder attack is amazing as well. Yep. Yep. Oh, it's, yeah, it's really great. Um, I think Namba's a really interesting character as well. Well, um, Namba has a lot to do with the story, which helps him and makes him stronger as well, which is great. Absolutely. Um, and the fact that, you know, you don't have him for a good chunk of the game as well. Like, you sort of spend this time with him and then, you know, shit goes down and he disappears because he kind of has to. Um, I mean, we're spoiled. And... Really. There's no point holding back. Like, the I way, know, but the way yeah, he's tied to, from a very outset that you don't know at the time. But yeah. I think deep down you are curious. You're like, well, he's he's going out of his way to help Ichiban a lot. Exactly. Gotta be a reason. And, and just the way that ties into the um oh, what's what's the name of it of the of the group? Starts with G. Oh the the Gomajul? Gomajul, yeah. 
just the yep. way that his story ties in with them is just so fun and interesting. And then like when it hits, you're just like, of course, yep. of course, this is why you're here. Because yep. the entire time you're wondering about that goddamn that pop, that bill in his pocket, that which counterfeit is like, note, yeah, only got one side of it's legit. You're like, what's up with this? <laughs> yeah. So like you know, obviously it's it, not obviously, but like you know, it, the game starts with you know tooling around in uh in uh Kamurocho, and then you basically shit hits a fan with like uh one of the the commanders I think I can't remember what he's a lieutenant isn't he I something think. like that but you basically cover for someone who so it's, yeah Sawashiro. Um, and you go, and you, you, go to, you go to prison for the entire duration of the Yakuza series. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Which is, yeah, great. Like, you know, the whole, like, you know, was it 16 years? It's because a, yeah. originally it's 15 years, but no, like 14 years. But he and I was like, wait, this timeline, yeah, this timeline doesn't line up. And then he's like, he acts up in prison. They add an extra three years under it. You're like, yeah. there it is. Okay. There we go. Now we're up to where we should be. Um, And then, yeah, getting out and realizing that, Everything has changed. Yeah, the world's about... moved on. Like the Yakuza are just like in a different place. Yep. But the, the the Tojo clan is no more. Like it's it's been run out of and dissolved out of existence and the Omi Alliance have moved in to, to uh to take over and there's this one little tiny piece of you know, Japan that they haven't got quite got a hold on yet. It's basically like it's basically Yakuza Zero, but on a bigger scale. <laughs> it's like, a really good way of looking at it. Yeah, that block just but but blown yeah. out to a, essentially like a, a small city, small town. Yeah. Instead of like one block in Kamurocho, it's one city in Japan, and, and yeah, and then just getting shot by his father figure, um, you know, for no reason it seems at the time. And again, it, it sets up a really interesting mystery at the start as well. When Arakawa, cause you're like, Oh, that bastard shot me. Wait, but he could have killed me. Why didn't he kill me? Exactly. And then from there, it's like that and that initial hook and medial, I'm like, all right, I'm in, where are we going guys? What's it? What do you yep. got for me? <clears throat> and it just, it, it builds so wonderfully and comes to a head and all sort of pays off in this weird sort of like almost Ocean's Eleven style heist, essentially, on like with a plan to completely dissolve the Yakuza in general. Yeah. I do, um, I do agree with you. Like the way it delivered, like because I really want to talk about that, but we got to get there. <laughs> yeah, we do. The way, the way it sort of gets you there, like introducing this new triad of like gangs. You've got like the um, Seriu clan, mm-hmm. the Chinese mafia, and then yeah, the Gumunji. Yeah, it's just a cool way to sort of it helps you understand how this place is fended off. The Yakuza getting or the um the three K plan that that Rio yep. enacted to basically get rid of the Yakuza, um, yep. and bringing well, his own. Say, yeah, I say get rid of like make it work for him better. <laughs> get rid of the shit that doesn't work for him. Yeah, and exactly. Make, have to take his a, own to take personal one. Yeah, um, it's um, just really really good. And, and again, like each of those clans having that central character or two characters really made them interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then when you find, um, as as the story twists further, and it turns out it's like, well, they're not really your enemy anyway. You're like, oh, okay, this is interesting. Yeah, which is uh, cool. And, and uh, just the whole, the whole third act essentially, or like the, the towards the end of the third act of 
Ichiban and the Young Masters, like, origins, like, that's just where that falls as well, like, finding out about, like, there was another baby in, so basically, like, there was, like, a baby in a lo- got left in a locker at the station, and that's the Young Master who suffered severe hypothermia and he couldn't walk um, and always hated living, essentially, um, and thought it was highly unfair, which is fair, a fair way to feel, I guess, if you, you know, sort of never knew any other way. Um, But then, like, getting to that point and realising there was another baby and that it was Ichiban and that it was supposed to be the other way around and Arakawa was... I think they definitely kept, like... They strongly allude to the fact that that is the case, but in the end, Ichiban's like, I don't, it doesn't matter. I had two fathers, you know? Yeah. It's. Because um, Ichiban is a good person. He's a fucking legend. Yeah. But like having that twist up, that actually blindsided me. I was like. The second baby. Fuck. Yeah. I was like, at any other circumstance, in any other medium, I would have just been like, of course, convenient. How dumb. But in this, I was like, No. It's, it's, Are you serious? Yeah, again, the, the way that Yakuza manages to pull off this ridiculous level of drama with convenient twists, it just always floors me. Um, yep. And like, I forget, do you ever directly find out if Arakawa actually knows? I don't know if you do. He like kind of alludes to it in that like yeah. last... Oh, that's right. He does too. That last conversation he has with Ichiban. Where he's, he sort yeah. of like, he goes, I, I dream, like most nights I dream about like it being... The young master, the one who was born in the soap land, and you were the one in the. But it never directly says that he knows. He so never, you don't he had... know for sure either. And, and Ichi, Ichiban at one point says he's like he knew he like he had to have known, and that pisses him off even more. Um, it's just it's so great. It's good. Like it just sucks you in, even though you're like deep down you know it's ridiculous. Much like sometimes when you're watching anime, you're like, I can't look away. I'm utterly enthralled by this. <laughs> Yeah, because like they've they've done the work and they've mm. done they spent the time to make you care about these they're, characters. Even they've done if a great job is... like setting all the pieces up, like setting up mm-hmm. all those dominoes, and then tapping that one that sets it all off and that sets off that chain reaction. They mm-hmm. just do such a good job of yeah lining it all up. Yeah, I oh God, I love this game. I really do but love this game. Uh, we have to talk about the culmination because. Yeah. The second that you land in so- Sotenbori, I was right. just like, all right. Now, I know that Majima is a pound mate, and I know yep. he's voiced by Matthew Mercer. Surely, like, you don't really hear him speak in the pound mate. I'm like, all right. So maybe he's going to show up at some point. But even even with that knowledge in the back of my mind, like going into the Omi Alliance building and just seeing Nat's shoe go down at the top of the stairs, I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, I know. I, I know. I know where this is going. I did my like patented, like giant audible. <gasps> no, like gasp so, at the TV. Just oh. like making like, and and it's so funny, right? Because I think if you, this is your first Yakuza game, you're just like, oh yeah. But if if I, you played a Yakuza game at this point, if you played any other Yakuza game, and you in, see Marjana, in my instance, you've played half a Yakuza yeah. game, like yeah, and the game's just like, hey. You're gonna fight Marshall now. You're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. That dude is crazy, and I, I love that. Even though he was in prison for all of it, even Ichiban has heard the tales of like the Mad Dog. Yep, exactly. Ah, oh, God, 
Then cuts him off as well. Oh, so that good. boss fight might be my favorite fight in the entire game, I think. It was just think, yeah. so good. It is one of the points where it bailed me up. Like I, I yes. got my ass kicked once there. Yeah, well, I, I talked away. about that. Yeah, like, like the points are like three or four points where it's like, hey, go grind, and that was one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that sucked. But when I went back, I didn't. I, I forgot all about it because I'm like, oh, that's right. I'm fighting Majima. This music's incredible. Here comes yep. Sajima, and they've got that cool team up attack, but only it targets Ichiban. Where it's like, well, that's a game over if they pull that off. If they kill exactly, him, so. yeah. And it's it, yeah, it's it's you have that moment of like, oh, it's so cool, and then you're like, oh wait, no, this is gonna oh, hurt. No. Oh god, I'm dead. Like yeah. instant game over. And um, I love that no one has any qualms like about Majima making the shadow clones because he's just that quick. It's yep. just in, at this point in the Yakuza universe, he can do that. Like that's not yep. that's not Ichiban's imagination. Majima is that quick, but he just yep. has, he, he's in four places at once. Yep, absolutely. It's oh god, and it just it just hits home how much of a fucking amazing character that, that Majima is. Yeah, and I another thing again, not as much Sajima because I haven't played um, Yakuza Five. I think is his main one. I, I forget. There's so many protagonists in that like three to five range. Uh, but being able to see to look at mostly Majima because even though you as a player and like other characters know who Kiryu is, Ichiban's like, who's this dude? <laughs> Like that's the yeah. dragon of Dojima. Respect yep. him, but like, yep, being able to witness Majima from a perspective of Ichiban, being like, this, this is these are Yakuza legends. I'm like, you, you're right, they are. Yep, and, and it's the ha- thing. Like, like had Ichiban not been in, in prison for, if he'd been in prison for like half as long, he would know because he he like revels in that kind of thing of like legends and yeah. and myths and things like that so this would have been 100 percent his shit but absolutely he just missed it all um in prison for the wrong person <laughs> is 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 tiger sajima in zero i think he shows up at one point because uh, i think is he isn't he someone who helps you at a certain point that i've played i think in zero are you thinking of the um the, the doctor maybe of the Maybe I'm getting confused. If someone wears a jacket that's very similar to what he wears there, and I was like, "Yeah, he's definitely he shows up in Yakuza Zero. I'm just going to quickly double check. He's um, which I guess <laughs> unintentional Yakuza Zero spoilers, maybe. <laughs> Whoops. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, maybe he doesn't show up in Zero. Okay, maybe maybe I'm just like making it up in my head. Um, but yeah, like, uh, yeah, having that that moment where. Again, another big audible gasp when you're gearing up for that fight that's, you know, going to be the downfall of the Yakuza and the Omi Alliance. Um, and, like, just before that, having, like, Tendo flip sides and just be like, now I'm fucking fighting with you guys. Like, by this the way, is a f- um, shout out to Tendo. <laughs> yeah. Voiced by John Eric Bentley. Oh, really? You might also know as Barrett from Final Fantasy VII Remake course he is right yep um yeah tendo oh boy tendo don't even get me started on that motherfucker that fight at the end was a marathon oh yeah it is a slog fest he couldn't really hurt me but he had so much hp that it just went forever it was literally just like a like an endurance match like it was one of those fights where i'm like okay like i get it like i've won this just stop yeah just lie down please you can't Orbital laser, me. yeah, it takes off like 
nothing. A sixteenth of your health. All right, cool. <laughs> Fuck. Um, and then we just L two this and just let them auto battle you. Yeah. Right. But like. Having like that that moment be like, all right, yeah, fuck yeah, let's go, and then having the reveal of of Kiryu just like showing up, it was like you see that white suit and you go, fucking yes, let's fucking go. He's and then, not in his white suit there, but I don't forget he's in his regular suit. Oh, but like, sorry, you, you're right. He's got the sunglasses on, and you you basically recognize him immediately. Yeah. Like that's Kiryu. We're it's we're, like, we're good guys. We got this now. Yeah, exactly. Like this is this is fine, and just like seeing that lineup of like all your cool friends that are there to help you, and Ichiban there, and then Majima and fucking Kiryu and Saijima. Like it's just bonkers. Like how it's great. I can't imagine how that would feel to someone who had played all of these games and been a fan yeah. of this franchise for I'm, so long. I- I'm jealous of them. That's why I'm yeah. like, no, look, I'm going. I've gone back to Kiwami Two after I finished this. I'm like, I'm doing it. I'm recapping this series. I want to know how it felt to get to seven after however six ends, and to see like Majima and Kiryu and Sajima and all these other characters again. Like, I'm just so curious. Right. It's yeah. It's phenomenal. And then having like, because I thought that was going to be it for Kiryu at that point, and he, having him I leave know, and right? turn around. I, honestly, and, I like, was look, the same. Yeah, because I was like, oh, that would be enough. Like that—that's what it needs to be. And see, like seeing Kiryu look around at Ichiban and just be like, "You're gonna do all right, kid." I was like, "Oh, oh!" It's like hand passing the torch. And then there's literally a chapter called "Passing the Torch," and then like you fight him and have this amazing interaction with him, and it's just fucking fantastic. Ah, oh, very much enjoy this game. Um, yeah, and just like. <sighs> when Kiryu comes back though like when when he so when he stops Ichiban from beating that guy the life that what was what life was left in that guy mm-hmm. is great and then when you know when you start to figure out that you have to fight the dragon is also great and yeah again that boss fight's amazing I love that he just he just acts on his own sometimes it's like no I'm gonna hit this person and then this hit, hit this person yep. like changing through all his styles which was actually yes. it worked really well on me because he went through all of them, and I was like, oh, thank God. Well, that was that's like the beast one. That's as scary as it gets. For some reason, having forgotten the legendary like Dragon of the Gym of Fire, so I was like, oh, actually, no, I might still die here. Okay, cool. Yep. yep. But, uh, that, yep. that fight was amazing. And, and like, I loved, one of my favorite entrances yeah. to a fight as well, just like Ichiban winding up that full punch into Kiryu's forehead, and he just doesn't move. He's just like, it- what? <laughs> fucking what are you gonna do about it mate like you just like you have no idea yeah you don't know like, and that's and it's, it's so fun for the player if you've got any yakuza knowledge yeah this guy's just like who's that guy and you're like mate that's kiryu that's he's the like fuck- the yakuza he's the fucking dragon like um, no one no one and again that was to flash back to the scene where they all get together again um i enjoyed seeing Majima's face when he saw Kiryu. Yes. Yes. I knew you got so it. Great. I knew it. <laughs> yep. Oh, it's just, it's fantastic. Like, would have liked a Kiryu Chan, but I'm guessing even, I guess even Majima maybe knows that he's not to drop his name. Maybe that's just a thing they know. Because yeah, Kiryu, well, Kiryu Chan just warms my heart. <laughs> it's, it like, from what I, like, I have no real super knowledge of, of Yakuza 6. And what happens there? My only knowledge is that I want to play it. <laughs> yeah, but like I'm like, okay, th- obviously something's going on here. That yeah, he's going that's into hiding right. 
to save to to I assume to protect Haruka. So it's obviously a big deal for him to resurface at this particular point for this particular reason to do this particular thing. And yep. it's just yeah. And again, just like seeing Kiryu, it's nice. It, yeah. it almost, like, knowing that those parts are there makes me want to go back to the very start and play through it in Japanese. <laughs> yeah, yeah, again, that's true. So, again, I know I praise the English dub, and I still do for the most part here, but I'll be, if I'm being completely honest, I really missed Majima's laugh. I really did. He's got yeah. that very distinct, crazy laugh, and I'm like, that's just... Matthew Mercer did a great job, don't get me wrong. He did. But that laugh yep. is just, it, for me, that's a very important part of Majima. It's big juice to fill in. He did a really great job. Absolutely. Yeah. He absolutely mm. did. Kiryu, I don't know how... I think he did okay. I guess like fine. I guess it's tough, right? Because Kiryu, as great as he is, he really is a very flat sort of character. So I guess I didn't he's mind a, his English dub that much. He is a straight man. Yeah. And I, I think it's what I enjoyed as much as I love, you know, from the half of the game that I've spent with him. But like, but as much as I, 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 I really love Kiryu, that's what I really enjoy about Ichiban is that, uh, like, he has, like, temperament and he has emotions and he has, he's not afraid to show them at any one time. And it's, yeah, I don't know, there's a lot more color to his, like, character and performance, um, especially towards the end of the game as well. There's just some fucking phenomenal scenes with him. Um, the, the the one of the final scenes in, in the Millennium Tower is just if you want to see if you want to see some color on Kiryu then Yakuza Kiwami one has some very good stuff at the end especially right. after Yakuza Zero Yakuza Zero okay. and Yakuza Kiwami are just like I can't imagine playing like because like Yakuza one you finish that story and you're like oh wow but having played Zero first I'm like these games go together like this is a you finish zero and you start one. Like it's right. just, it, I, I promise you, the Kiryu, you will see some raw Kiryu if you keep playing this series. Okay, all right. But, um, I'm Ichi, going Ichi, back Ichiban to zero is this like, week. That's Ichiban is openly raw, and I do, I do really like that. Um, yeah, he's fiery as well. Like, and that's like to his own, like you know, detriment sometimes. Which especially that's what Kiryu kind of teaches him. Yeah, um, all your jets, mate. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, you can't just fucking go off the deep end every time something goes wrong, because you're just going to lose control, and it's not going to be helpful for anyone. So, um, yeah, which is yeah, a pretty good life lesson yeah. in general. I, but and you know what? Trust Kiryu to be the one to deliver it. Kiryu mm. loves doling out those life lessons. That's what I love about him. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, fantastic. I mean, and also before well, we, before we move on to the ending, I have to say. Right. I want to hand out a special award to most punchable face in the game to our Ishioda. <laughs> Fucking whoa. beating that guy Fucking... up felt good every time. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um only there's only one other person that would feel better and it it's, you only get to fight him like twice. And it's early on, but man, if I got to fight him again at the end of the game, it would have been a one sided fight, but it would have been just for me, just for fucking vengeance sake. That's the sniveling little fucker Kume. Oh, Kume. Well, okay, so on the Kume note, we may as well talk about the ending, the culmination of this yeah. game's story. That, man, the, the, the scenes in the Millennium Tower at the end where Ichiban is just clearly desperately trying to appeal to the young master. Yeah. And, like, as a player, you're like, 
mate, he's he's gone, dude. He's he's gone. But then he's not. You're like, there's oh, not. There's this, he's not gone. There's <laughs> this moment where it's like I think Kiryu's got through to him, like, and then you see him pick up that shard of glass, and it's like, fucking, just stop it, mate. Stop it. And then yeah, it takes a takes a a um a, a police officer hostage basically. Yeah, and then backs out, and you're like, okay, maybe you are a lost cause. And then he goes yep. to the coin lockers. <laughs> Ichiban yep. meets him there, and then you mm. again see that maybe he's not a lost cause. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Kume Kume puts it to end once and for all. Yeah, he does, little bitch. Little bitch boy. Uh, he's such a mm, fucking bleach Japan. Kume sucks. Um, yeah, he's awful. I hope we get to beat him up in Yakuza Like a Dragon 2 or Yakuza 8 or whatever it's called. Yeah. I hope that's the start of the game. It's just beating I up I hope Kume. it's the start of the game. It just opens with like fucking Ichiban just laying into him. I'm like, yep, here we go. This is what I wanted. No, it'd um, have it, it to be Majima. I think Ichiban is beyond, he would hopefully be beyond that now. That's true. Let yeah. the mad dog do it. <laughs> Oh, he'll yeah, he'll do it. Um, he's I, I, at that point. He's like you know after that 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 funeral. He said his sabbatical basically is over and done. I think he said, didn't he? Yeah. He sort of alludes to the fact that he's like, yeah, I might be back now. Yeah, yeah. It's um, oh, what's he? What has he opened the boss fight? It's like I forget what what Majima says when he starts that his boss fight, but he does allude to the fact that he's just like, I'm back, baby. Yeah, yeah. Basically, like. Or or the the, the John Wick where people keep asking me if I'm back. Yeah, I'm kind of back. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, it it just... And ending on that, like, I mean, you get those two after credit scenes as well that we, you know, we didn't really talk about. The one with, uh... um, Oh, God. Mental blanking. Who who are you blanking on? Are you blanking on Adachi or... Adachi, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Uh, yeah, getting that sort of wrap up with Adachi, and then and then also the the, the funeral, um, for the Arakawas, um, and yeah, and having that that wonderful like anime ending of like everyone, all your friends there, and uh, but but like but having Ichiban just being like, I don't want a part of this. I've said enough mushy stuff. I'm walking away. You guys talk about me. That's fine. Uh, and they all sit around and just sort of talk about how how great it is that you know Ichiban has come into their lives and impacted it in such a way. It's just yeah, really good stuff. <sighs> it's so this good. game, man. <laughs> it's good. It's so good. And that's why like those minor imperfections do annoy me sometimes because nearly every other part of this game is just everything I wanted it to be. Yep. Um, but I will, yeah. If you haven't played a Yakuza game and you like RPGs, I do think it's important to say that if you have to like RPGs to sort of really want to get into this, yeah. Um, yeah. then you are in for a treat. Like the story, the characters, the world. And then if you have obviously any sort of investment in at least a couple of the other Yakuza games, like the payoffs down the line. I mean, like, like, I've been like acting like I I know a, a lot about the franchise, but it's literally only I've played half a game. Yeah, I've talked to you about some things, and I've talked to my friend at work about some things. Like that's all I've had in terms of exposure to the rest of the franchise, and even that was enough for me to go, 
fuck yes. Like, this is great. Um, and yeah, I, yeah. here's the question, Kyron. Where do you think it would have fallen if you had to finish the, if you had to finish the game, where would it have fallen in the top 10? I mean, it definitely would have, would have moved up a couple of places, but it still has to be below Royal just because Royal is a better RPG for me. That's, no, I right. think. That's fair. So I, honestly, it probably would have knocked Last of Us down to eight and taken up the spot seven, I think. Unless I bumped Royal up to move it up because I I love this game so much, but I'd love Royal more. So they could yeah. both move up. I could see that happening. I'm trying to think about what my... I should have thought about this before I... Uh, you are, yeah, well, come on, John. I brought it up. Um, I'd probably say about seven as well, but... Um, all right, I'm going to bring up my list in the meantime. Um, but, yeah, I think seven's probably, at the very least, I think it would go up to. It would definitely sure. not... Have, it would not have been ten, because obviously it was ten for me, because I'm like, I played it, but I didn't finish it, but I believe in this game. Having finished it, now definitely would have been higher, like right up there. Yeah. Yep, I actually think seven, and I would have pushed everything else down. Yeah. So Miles at eight, Doom Eternal at nine, and then Tony Hawk at ten. And I'd be happy with that. Like, unofficially retconning my list to say that. But, no, Joel, you yeah. can't do that. They're locked. They're in the vault. They're locked. They are. But if, you know. No, Joel. Off the record. No, no. We are only ever on the record. Stop this. <laughs> That's kind of the whole We, we, we spent all of January to February doing the Game of the Year stuff. You don't get to do this. <laughs> I know. You don't get I know. to. I, I, I tried. I tried. Um, I should say again as well, thank you to the uh, our fellow, to yourself and our fellow um, fantasy leaguers. That's the reason why I ended up getting this game when I did. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, my, you won. This was my, my, my prize game that I, I decided to pick up. And uh, I do not regret it at all. Um, I think, yeah, if you, if someone like me who, like, I, I, I've played a few JRPGs now, but, like, you know, if you played Persona 5 or 4 even, if you played a Persona game and you were like, oh, that kind of shit, you'll enjoy this, I think. And I think it's got these twists and turns that are enough for someone completely new to the franchise that will be, that will keep you coming back and, and will string you along for the, for the ride. Um, and will maybe make you want to go back and experience the rest of the, the franchise, which is a lot more easier and accessible to do now. So just great. <clears throat> yeah. I, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Uh, and I have seen a lot of people who have finished this game with no Yakuza history saying that they are intense on going back and playing the older games now, which is great. Um, and I would say, even if you don't want to commit to that, like, again, I know I've harped on it a lot, but at least Zero and even Kiwami 1, uh, I do think I do think yeah, like Zero is just so good because it does divide mm. up the game. It gives you the Kiryu story and the Majima story, so that helps mix up the game. Uh, Kiwami yeah. 1 is definitely going to be a bit of a change if you do that, but counterpoint to anyone who does like oh but what if i don't want to play just as kiryu and like but majima everywhere majima everywhere is in kiwami one and let me just tell you it's as good as it sounds <laughs> if you, you like the idea of like about... majima being in a traffic cone or coming out of a manhole on the ground or disguising himself as a police officer or maybe disguising himself as a hostess you know like oh majima is everywhere <laughs> 
Is that is that kind of a reference? Like, did they kind of reference that in in like a dragon where Itchy pops out of the box when he's like I mean, hiding in there? It could have been like it does. It does remind me of just like there's a gif, there's an amazing gif of Majima just creeping out of a garbage can. Um, <laughs> I just man, Majima man, <laughs> <laughs> he's just something special and he must be protected. <laughs> Especially if you play Zero. <laughs> Oh man, if you play zero, just for perspective on Majima changes. I, I think again, I'm gonna I go that with very yeah. little. I played two and a half games and I I will fight everyone for Majima's safety. <laughs> I will um I think I'm gonna go back to it this week. I think I'm gonna go I just gotta I'm gonna have to read through all the you recap stuff and recap just be like Fuck, what was I doing? Like I know there was a there's a there's a block of land everyone wants. Oh, I can't remember. Because you weren't really coming up to a pointy end of that game last I think we talked about it. I think I was. I was just getting bailed up on the real estate thing, which I think I'm just going to ditch. Just ditch it, dude. But, like, the dragon want... fight style is cool, but like, I would say finish the game. That's going to be more enjoyable. Yeah. It just feels, it feels, it feels like a hollow victory. I want to be the dragon of Dojima, but... I mean, um, one way or another you will be, but it just won't be That's efficient. true, I guess. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I just, I don't have the credentials to back yeah, it up. You haven't got the certificate. Um. Well... Is there anything else you'd look, we, should, we should cover before oh, we wrap look, up? I really... I mean, there's so much, right? Like, we didn't even talk about how good a lot of the cast are. Like, we touched on them briefly. Yeah. Like, we didn't get time to really love Adachi or yeah. um, Psycho. Her yeah. story with the, the soap land and all that. Like, there's just... It's it's a layered game. There's so, so much story and characters in it. It's just great. It does remind me of when we did try... Like, when... when we try to talk about things like Persona as well. Oh yeah, it's there's, just there's like, so much. Like, oh, and then this, and then, and we just spiraling off into random directions, and it was always yeah. going to happen. But um, hopefully, you enjoyed if you've made it this far our ramblings uh, on this wonderful tweet, game. Tweet at me your favorite Majima appearance from Majima Everywhere. <laughs> um, In but I reckon two, that might be you get to be an employee of Majima Construction. Oh God. I, I'm, going, I'm doing it. I'm going back this week. Um, I reckon that's an episode though, Karen. I, I do think you are you are correct. Uh, as phone. always, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast, which is sort of going to be our first real episode of 2021. Uh, also, our first real episode in the year of the 35th anniversary of Metroid. Sorry, Zelda. Not today. Not, not ever in this podcast. Um, Everyone better be crossing their fingers and fucking toes for Karen's sake. Okay. Please, I yeah. just I just need anything. Even I'll take a port. <laughs> we need we need we need to send everyone to send their their energy towards Kyron because he needs send it, it. Send it towards the developer who's making Metroid Prime Four or anything. No, no, that's that's that. So they send it to you and then you oh, pass then it off then onto I have them. To channel yeah. it. I, that's a you're lot, the yeah. a lot of pressure. But all right, I'll take it. I guess <laughs> you're the catalyst. You're the you're the the conduit for it all. Yeah. <laughs> Um, as always, we do appreciate you giving us your time. If you want to keep up with us, you can find us across the social medias where we are just dialogue options, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, pretty simple. Uh, of course, whatever podcast platform you listen to us on, we appreciate any likes, shares, reviews, anything like that helps. And then of course, there are our individual accounts where you can find me on Twitter, where I am at LemonManX, where my most recent tweet actually did just before we started recording um which was it's about lego joel i'm doing a lego build and it's really fun but also incredibly dangerous because now i'm like 
I want to build more Lego. But who has space? Like, who has space? I'm just going to have to call after this one, but I really want to build more Lego, Joel. Maybe you can just, like, buy them and build it and then package it all up and then Maybe. I mean, our good friend Broad did suggest that, but I'm like, exactly. No, no, no. I get attached. Like, so I'm building the Razor Crest right now. I'm never getting rid of that. And my yeah, other build fair. was, like, the Wall of Helm's Deep. I ain't never getting rid of that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why I can't do it either. Because I, I get I to attach that. To- that's why I just have to... Just call it, build my Razor Crest and be like, well, Lego's fun, but I'm done. Until yeah. something else amazing comes along and I'm like, oh. I have, I have like years ahead of me. I, I'm not, I'm not biting just yet because I know that eventually I'm going to have to buy them for Griffin. So I can like live vicariously. Yeah, that's it. You, you have an excuse, which is good. See, that's it. Thinking. Um, but yeah, that's really about all I've been tweeting recently. Uh, where can I find you, Joel? Uh, you can find me at Jolly Mac, where, uh, apart from, yeah, I've now finished, at this point now, uh, two weeks of my placement, my first block of placement for my course, which has been very exciting, um, and I'm really, really enjoying it. Uh, I have been in the process of, like, it wasn't an active choice. I just decided to start drinking, like, flavored sparkling water a lot more, because um, you can get it pretty easily in cans now and stuff. Uh, and then from that, I decided to buy a SodaStream again. I had one ages ago, and I loved it. Um, and I got some birthday money from my parents, and I thought, this is a good thing. Uh, and yeah, I've just sort of bought a SodaStream. It's been really great. Cutting down on my... The horrible amounts of Pepsi Max that I used to drink. So I think I'm down to, like, if I have some in a day, I'll have, like, one, maybe two. I think I've had, like, two or three today, like glasses um but even then it's like i've made it in the soda stream because pepsi max have a thing with soda stream now and you can make your own so i made my own pepsi max today and i made it slightly less sweeter anyway this isn't interesting at all i no, bought a soda stream that's the last thing i <laughs> the most exciting thing i've done this week no, it's a good decision draw like i remember when i started to sort of wean myself off soda of course unfortunately i found coffee which was bad so I'm trying to wean myself off that a bit now as well and and focus more on just drinking, you know, good old-fashioned water. <laughs> um, hey, you can you can take because I I don't mind I don't mind drinking just like soda water by itself, like without any flavors or anything. No, I actually don't mind that. Soda water person. See, I I like it cuz it tricks my brain cuz it's like, oh, it's fizzy, so it's like it's like a soda, but it's just I'm drinking water and it's just as good for you. So I'm like, cool. This is my great. My only catch is I need everyone. my water be, to be cold. So at this point I'm constantly just rotating Bottles of water in a freezer. It's been like, all see, right. see, a while ago, bought myself a Brita filter jug. So I'm living, I'm, I'm living that like year 3000 shit, man. Um, but, but yeah, you can take coffee though. You can take coffee from my cold, dead, caffeinated hands. I, didn't, hey, I, I said, ain't never given that shit up. I said weaning myself off, not stopping. <laughs> I, nah. It's um, impossible like, to stop. I, I, to be fair, I don't drink that much anyway. I, I have like one a day. Maybe yeah, two sometimes. I mean, one a day, I would say, is okay, I hope, because that's what yeah. I would generally say I have. <clears throat> yeah, I have like one or two a day. Like, that's all I have. Anyway, so anyway, the streams are great. <laughs> yeah, uh, so is coffee. And that's that's the podcast. We'll catch you guys next time. See ya.
Dialogue Options Podcast.